everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? Doing good. Good. We've been very busy recording this weekend. This is the third show we've recorded today. So much podcasting. That's right. If you're following by numbers, this is going to be show 504. You won't see 502 or 503 because those are the special reviews of Galactic Star Cruiser and Flamingo Crossing. Yes. So those shows were also posted uh, this weekend on Sunday. This show, of course, is being posted on Monday, and it is our regular Disney news. So with that being said... Let's get to the Disney Parks blog. All right. Um, Plan Disney has a guide for planning a trip to Disney World for the first time with your little ones. That's right. And it's all about holidays at Walt Disney World for the first time with your little ones. That's what it's titled. Uh, And it's a nice little video. You can catch it on YouTube. You can stop by the Plan Disney panel at Instagram, Plan Disney at Twitter, PlanDisney.com, or the aforementioned YouTube if you would like some information uh, on how to spend the holidays with a little one. And I think, you know, a first trip is always a big trip, but then you put the holidays in, and it's like a trip on steroids. (laughs) There's a lot going on. There is. There's way too much going on I don't know if it's too much, but, you know, uh, you got to plan it. You can't plan it during Christmas break. You have to to hit it like, uh, I don't know, the first week of December or something. That is true. Uh, The Disneyland Resort is celebrating Ashley Eckstein's Star Wars Day. Star Wars Everyday book release on November 5th. That's right. And that's Ashley Eckstein. What did I say? Eckstein? Eckstein. It's not Frankenstein. It's Frankenstein. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, Ashley Eckstein, as you may know her, uh, is the voice of Ahsoka Tano from Star Wars The Clone Wars. She's also a designer. Uh, and she is very heavily involved in the world of Disney and Star Wars these days. So she has written a book. Uh, or authored a book called Star Wars Every Day, A Year of Activities, Recipes, and Crafts from a Galaxy Far, Far Away. It is a 12-month guide to party planning, crafting, and cooking. Uh, So it involves uh, stuff from a food stylist, as well as some do-it-yourself crafts that can be enjoyed by parents and children alike. Uh, They have a Yoda punch recipe in there, which I guess looks pretty good. Uh, And yeah, she's going to be at the Disneyland Resort on November uh, 5th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. at the Disneyana store on Main Street, USA in the Disneyland Park. And then from 1 to 3 p.m. at the Star Wars Trading Post in the downtown Disney District. So uh, if you'd like to check that out, you can meet her. You can also buy the book uh, wherever books are sold. I don't know if they even have bookstores anymore. Yes, they do. Stop. I know, sadly. There's very few of them. Uh, They have a first look at the Disney Wine and Dine Half Marathon Weekend merchandise. That's right, because uh, there's less than a week until the 2022 Disney Wine and Dine Half Marathon Weekend powered by Shocks. Um, I don't know who Shocks are, but apparently they power it. Okay. Uh, So if you want to check out some of the uh, gear, there's a bunch of sweat jackets and T-shirts. You probably want it if you're running in the event, um, but some people just like the running merchandise. Uh, so you can uh, you can check that out. Uh, oh, shocks are earbone conducting headphones. Oh. So uh, you can listen through the bones in your ears. That sounds scary. So uh, you can check out the gear on uh, shopdisney.com or through the Disney Parks blog. Very good. Yeah. Is there more Disney Parks blog news? There is. Okay. I see it now. Um, Disney Parks blog is introducing the National Geographic Islander 2. What is the Islander 2? Well, we've mentioned that National Geographic has been getting into the travel biz, uh, and that was part of the Disney takeover. They have some adventures out to the Galapagos, 
um, and they have adventures all over the world. So the Islander 2 is a new 48-passenger expedition vessel uh, that is run by National Geographics. It's through their 20-year alliance with Lindblad Expeditions, uh, and um, they have uh, a science hub, an observation deck, outdoor and, uh, and indoor dining options, and 26 large and airy suites uh, that they utilize uh, for their expeditions. Uh, the ship carries kayaks, paddle boards. They have a custom-built glass-bottom uh, Zodiac and a number of regular Zodiac boats that uh, can help people get out to where they are going. So it's a very, it looks like a very nicely appointed ship. It's yeah. not necessarily uh, a luxury cruise, um, but they do have right now uh, three different Galapagos Island exploration itineraries. One is a wild Galapagos escape. One is the wild Galapagos with the Peru escape. And one is the Galapagos voyages. Uh, so that uh, can be purchased uh, wherever you get your regular Disney travel, like Tony Bonasso at MainStreetMoreTravel.com. Absolutely. And that's all from the Disney Parks blog, so why don't we head out over to Disneyland? All right. Uh, the Magic Band Plus is now officially available for all guests at the Disneyland Resort. That's right. So it's finally live for the general public. It went live last week for annual pass holders. Uh, so it's out there. There's some photos and videos of it in, uh, of the band in action, uh, flashing and buzzing to the uh, shows. So uh, if you're going to head out that way, you can get your Magic Band uh, Plus. It's very pretty. It is. All right. And, and that's all the news from California. Okay. So now we're over to Disney World. That's right. Walt Disney World ambassadors um, told cast members that were selected that they're joining the Tron Lightcycle Run opening team. That's right. Uh, and that was through uh, their Instagram page. Uh, in late 2019, we got a look at the cast member costumes, uh, which have a very futuristic feel to them. Uh, that seems like forever ago. Mm -hmm. That was that was well pre-COVID. It was forever ago. It was. Uh, uh, 2019 was the longest five years ever uh, uh, yep. ago. Um, the Tron Light Cycle Run is scheduled to open in the spring of 2023. And uh, yeah, they've they've uh, assembled their opening team, so it's a it's a big honor to be a part of that opening uh, that opening group. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But not everything that goes on at the Magic Kingdom is cool. No, some people are idiots. Um, a man snuck himself and a child into the Magic Kingdom for free um, by pretending to not speak English. Um, and I, I I don't know. There's more going on than just that. The yeah. guy seems like a creep. Yeah, a 37-year-old guy uh, tried to sneak his child in and then pled that he did not speak English. Uh, he walked right through the turnstiles without paying or showing a pass. Um, he pushed the manager that tried to stop him and kept going. Uh, they followed him down Main Street, but he pushed the investigator's security team out of the way. Uh, the two employers employees were not, uh, were not injured. Um, finally, they did stop him. Uh, he acted as if he did not know English, but apparently he has a good command of the English language. And because he touched and pushed the, uh, the Disney employees, uh, he was charged with battery. Uh, so I'm, I'm sure that he was also hit with trespass as well. Uh, so, uh, that's, uh, that's all that's going on. I find it interesting that they list here in this article that, um, the cost of admission for both of them would have been $210. However... Maybe there weren't even any spots available in the park right. that day. Because it doesn't matter whether you pay or not. Sometimes you can't get in anyway. So. That's right. Uh, and apparently the employees uh, who were pushed actually want to prosecute and have agreed to testify in court. Huh. 
so that uh, that's all. Of course, this gentleman has pled not guilty to the criminal charges. And, uh, you know, it's not the first time that anyone has tried to sneak into uh, the Magic Kingdom, and I'm sure it won't be the last. Bunch of idiots. Yep. You know who's not a bunch of idiots? <laughs> the Imagineers. Imagineers. Uh, Disney Imagineering has shared a look inside Journey of Water. That's right, and it's a backstage look at the construction. Now, when we were there last weekend, we took the monorail over from the Magic Kingdom. Uh, I was going to Epcot. Cheryl was not. Cheryl was crying in a corner. That's right, but we decided to take the uh, Epcot loop, uh, and as part of that ride, it does circle Spaceship Earth, so you got a very good bird's-eye view of of the construction, uh, where Moana's going on, uh, where the new... uh, uh, Communicore uh, section is uh, is going on, and it's it's big. There's a it's, lot. It's yeah. a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, but uh, it it looks like it's going to be well themed. It's going to be fun, of course it uh, is. And of course it will be fun. And I'm assuming because it's the journey of water, it will be wet. <laughs> uh, and as a construction update, there detail work continues on Moana: The Journey of Water. Okay. Um, Character meet and greets have returned to Toy Story Land at Hollywood Studios. Of course, it happens the week after I'm there. Uh, But uh, Andy's toys have returned to his backyard and are once again doing meet and greets. uh, And that is Buzz, Woody, and Jesse. They had previously announced that characters would be back, uh, but uh, there was no date given. But now that they have been seen in the parks, we are being told that they will be here uh, on a daily basis. Or until they don't have enough people to portray them, uh, in which case there will be a hiatus. Right. All right. Um, The new Fantasmic entrance billboard at Hollywood Studios pays homage to Walt Disney's Fantasia. That's right. There's a new billboard for Fantasmic, which bills it as Fantasmic, a journey beyond your wildest imagination. Uh, And, uh, you know, Fantasmic returns to Hollywood Studios uh, next week. Uh, so that is a pretty big deal. Uh, and the art is on an LED billboard just outside the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Uh, and uh, that's uh, that's cool news. It's, it's about time it's open. It is. Absolutely. But of course, it's not without controversy. No, no. Uh, they altered the showtimes of uh, Fantasmic. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's scheduled to be performed at 8 and 9.30 from November 3rd through 7th, and then at 8 p.m. from November 8th through 13th. Um, they had said that from November 4th through the 16th it would be performed at 9, but they have moved that to 8 p.m. Uh, and then from November 17th through December 3rd it will be performed at 9 for December 4th, it's now scheduled at 8. <laughs> it's all over the place. And then place. it goes back to 9 o'clock from December 25th, uh, for, from December understand. 5th through the 25th. Just pick a time. And then from pick December 6th through January, December 26th through January 6th, it goes back to 8 p.m. They must do it based on the hours of the park. Like it probably, you know, it's like an hour Maybe. before closing or something like that. Maybe. So if you're going to Hollywood Studios and you're going to see Phantasmic, make sure you check your time yeah, guide sure. in the My Disney Experience app because you don't want to be late for, for seating. No. Um, if you're going to the show, remember that there's a new high-energy Aladdin chase scene as part of the show that features stunts that have never uh, before been seen on the Fantasmic stage. Uh, Elsa's going to uh, sing the song Show Yourself. Uh, and then, of course, there will be new moments with Pocahontas, Moan, and uh, uh, Moana. So, Mulan. Mulan. What did I say? Mulan. 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 Like, like Moana and Moana. Mulan together. I, I get too many <laughs> Moo and Mo and 
Pocahontas characters. <laughs> they added si- they added signage and lamps to the Roundup Rodeo barbecue area. Yeah, last week when I was there, I could see that they had put some sheathing on the outside of the building around the entrance area. Um, but now the the signage and lamps are up. The sign is actually covered with a tarp, uh, but the lamps have a very um, uh, what's that toy brand? It, they look like toy lamps. Like everything in Andy's backyard is a is a toy anyway. Um, I can't think of them. I'll think like of them once we're done recording. Play school? Maybe, Lego? yeah. All right, sorry. <laughs> For the first time in forever, a Frozen <clears throat> sing-along celebration had a performance canceled due to a ceiling leak. That's right. There was water pouring in from several spots in the Yikes. breezeway. Uh, now, it's not where the show building was, <clears throat> but it was the breezeway. Uh, no idea what caused the leak. Uh, they did cancel the sh- at least one showing on the 28th. Uh, at 11.30. Uh, they normally perform this show on the hour uh, beginning at 9.30 a.m., uh, but it looks like they canceled the 11.30, 12.30, and 1.30 shows uh, that afternoon. No word on whether they canceled the remainder. Um, there were some cast members spotted trying to turn off water outside the baseline tap house, <laughs> uh, so maybe this was uh, a- an inside job. Okay. Um, Tinsel Christmas stars have arrived on Sunset Boulevard at Hollywood Studios. That's right. They've started decorating uh, Sunset Boulevard with the classic uh, 1950s-ish Tinsel stars. Love it. It is probably one of my favorite parks for its its retro decor. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yes. Uh, They they added um, an ice cream cart to the seating area where Primeval World used to be. Well, not only did they add an ice cream cart, but they took away the Dino Diner, which was the little Airstream trailer that sold snacks. Right. um, And they replaced it with an ice cream cart. That area is just so sad. So now you have an ice cream cart, six benches, and two tables. Uh, where the Primeval Whirl attraction used to be. It looks so crappy. Um, it, it does look hideous. <laughs> um, although the ice cream cart is themed with the Dino Institute logo. Uh, it's, uh, I hope they do something to that section of soon, the park. Soon, very soon. And you know what else is pathetic? Popcorn buckets? They've got a new popcorn bucket in the Animal Kingdom. Why is that pathetic? Uh, because it advertises Disney Kite Tales. Oh. Uh, which uh, ended its performances, what, at the end of September? That's funny. So, hey, guys, we finally got the popcorn buckets in for Kite Tales. That's very funny. Um, it is $13 with uh, popcorn. Oh, and it's it's annual pass holder exclusive. Uh, oh, how exciting. You have to pay, well, not extra, but you have to be a, a, a member. You have to be a, a annual pass holder to, right. to get it. I, I was thinking that this might be a fun popcorn bucket to actually own. Well, you can't. Not unless you're a pass I'm holder. Gonna have to, if uh, any annual pass holders out here can get me one, you I do would not appreciate want one it. Of those. We do not want one of those. Oh, they finally repaired the um, the fountain near the Lime Garage at Disney Springs. Yeah, we got to see it. We've walked we walked past it. We got to see it, it broken, yeah. Uh, and we saw the broken bottom, uh, uh, what, what do you call that section of the fountain? It's a basin. basin? Yeah, okay. Um, and uh, they actually finally repaired it. They did put scrim up for a couple days. Uh, this there was fountain, no scrim when we were there, there right? There was not, correct. Mm, okay. uh, but they put the scrim up, I believe, on Friday. Uh, we were there on Tuesday. Uh, it is the it is the fountain at the Lime Garage uh, exit entrance uh, right next to the Polite Pig. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, we got to see that when it was broken. 
Yeah, you could if you didn't know it was ever whole, you wouldn't know it was broken. Right. Because it was just like the water was pouring out the side. It right. looked fine. Uh, except when you look closer, you saw that it was a jagged. Right. It wasn't very smooth. No. All right. What's going on over at some resorts? All right. Uh, at the Wilderness Lodge, they have a pumpkin patch scavenger hunt. That's right. There are, I believe, 11 pumpkins. Uh, I'm sorry, 13 pumpkins at the Wilderness Lodge, all with a villain theme. Uh, and you can get a scavenger hunt sheet and go find them. Uh, and when you find all 13 villains, you can uh, receive a prize. So that uh, that's exciting. And that runs from October 1st through November 1st. And it's free. Free. You don't hear that often. No, you don't. You know a what? lot of times they charge for scavenger hunts, but at the resort here, they are not. That's right. And what other kind of activities are they running? I don't know. What are you doing to the computer? <laughs> I don't know. I've just I've lost all my screens. <laughs> Uh, they're also running a tie-dye uh, experience at uh, uh, the Wilderness Lodge. Okay. Now, that does cost money. Yes. Um, but it's an opportunity to do a special Halloween tie-dye or the regular Mickey tie-dye. Okay. Uh, so that's one of the fun things that resort activities teams have available at some of the resorts. Yeah, it's nice. And you know what else is available at some of the resorts? Uh, popcorn? No. Ice cream? Um, no, but there are... Uh, Halloween decorating contests. And I know they advertised that the Yacht and Beach Club in Grand Floridian had one. And I happened to see one over at the uh, Saratoga Springs Resort. Okay. Uh, And they are cast decorated. Cute. And painted. And you have the opportunity to scan a QR code and choose which one uh, is your favorite because it it is a contest after all. All right. Very fun. Yeah. So I'm a little bummed that I missed this when I was cruising around to the resorts. Um, but they have now um, unveiled the Kona Cafe. Not only have they unveiled it, but they opened it two days early. Uh, it was originally scheduled to reopen on November 1st, uh, but it did open on October 30th. Uh, they have changed a little bit of the it's outside. It's they've, so nice. They've added a small entry breezeway awning uh, to the entrance. Um, and uh, they haven't really done much to the... Uh, uh, what, do you, what do you call the inside? They've cleaned it up a little bit. I don't know. It looks nice to me. But uh, it does have a very nice look to it. The breakfast menu does not look uh, changed much. Uh, the lunch menu uh, has some sushi options back on that have been missing for a while. Uh, of course, they have poke bowls available. Uh, and they do have some new items available for dinner. Uh, they've got a sautéed red quinoa option for dinner. Uh, the sushi menu has been expanded to include options that were available prior to uh, COVID-19. Uh, and you're straining your eyes to look at the menu. And squinting. Yes. Uh, so would you like to say anything about the No, menu? I was just looking long, long ago. Uh, there was a teriyaki steak. Oh, you're right. That used to be on the Kona menu. And I think it's been gone for quite some time. But I was just squinting to see what they had for steak. They do have a New York <coughs> strip steak, but it's not a teriyaki steak. That was my favorite was uh, so thing good. to get there was the teriyaki steak. Yep. Uh, they still have the onstage kitchen. Uh, that is intact. Uh, they now have uh, some new light fixtures, some wicker basket style light fixtures on the ceiling. Uh, they have added some tropical flowers to uh, some of the wall, uh, wall art, uh, if you want to call it that. Uh, and uh, they're very Polynesian looking in design. Uh, and the tables uh, in the restaurant are new. Uh, they have some new cushioning and some new style to them. It's um, still laid out very much the same, though. The layout's the same, yeah. but but new chairs, new yep. upholstery, uh, and uh, 
the chairs don't match all in the same style. They're they're all a little different. Okay. So different cushioning. Yeah. I think same style chair. Yeah, it looks uh, nice. Different though. cushioning. Yes, very nice. All right. Uh, the Disney Cruise Line um, overbooked some port adventures and onboard experiences. That's right. This happened to guests who were booking their onboard experiences October 19th and 20th. Uh, at whatever happened, computer glitch, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Uh, but the Disney Cruise Line has been sending out messages uh, to guests and travel agents up, uh, apologizing for the error. There were no details given as to what experience were overbooked, uh, but apparently it was a system-wide error. Uh, if you do have anything booked, you should check DisneyCruise.com to see if your booking was impacted or to check your email uh, to see if you have been contacted by the Disney Cruise Line. Okay. And what's going on in entertainment media? Oh, um... Rihanna released a new song called Lift Me Up for the Black Panther Wakanda Forever movie. That's right. That will be featured in uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which is being released on November 11th. Uh, She did post a short video teasing the song, and uh, that is out. Uh, The song was released on Friday, October 28th. Okay. On Spotify, Apple Music, and Tidal. This is her first song released since 2016. And it was announced that this song will serve as a tribute to Chadwick Boseman, who formerly portrayed uh, King T'Challa as, uh, or the Black Panther, whatever you'd like to call him. Okay. Um, the new The Santa Claus trailer and some key art have been released ahead of the Disney Plus premiere. That's right. The Santa Claus's debuts with two episodes on November 16th on Disney Plus. Uh, the new art features uh, Scott Calvin as Santa Claus with his family in their sleigh. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I, I enjoy the, the Santa Claus movies. Yes, we love those. You know what else is coming up on Disney Plus? What? Elton John's final concert in North America. Oh, really? Yeah, this is part of Elton John's farewell tour, uh, and it is being broadcast live from uh, Dodger Stadium. Okay. Uh, and that is coming on November 20th at 11 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Pacific. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, this is his farewell tour. Like many bands, I think this is uh, – actually, his farewell tour has been one tour, but it's been going on for multiple years because he's hitting multiple continents and, of course, How COVID. How can he stand that? Like, I, he's just never ho- – like, there's never a home. Like, he's that's, never – That's the life of an artist. I mean, but he's far enough along that he doesn't need to – to do that. He probably doesn't need the money. No, he does not. You know who else is on their farewell tour? Who? The McRib Sandwich. Is it? I, I saw today it is the McRib Farewell Tour. I doubt that's really going to happen. I also saw a review of the McRib Sandwich that said it tasted like ear meat. Ooh, I yeah. love ear meat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know who else is coming to Disney Plus? Doctor Who. Doctor Who. If you're a Whovian, uh, you will be excited that uh, Doctor Who will stream on Disney Plus in 2023. Uh, There's a new logo for the show, uh, and I believe this is new episodes only. Uh, One of the guys I was on the Galactic Star Cruiser with is a Doctor Who fan, and apparently if if you want to see like older versions of Doctor Who, older series, Uh uh, you have to go to BritBox, which is a subscription service, and then there's other episodes that are available on the BBC, and then there's some stuff that's going to be available uh, on on Disney+. So uh, you've got to be a big, a big fan. Jumping around. To, uh, to do that. And Disney Plus has released uh, a listing of what's coming out, uh, what we can look forward to in November of this, uh, this month. Uh, we will see the, the, the series, the uh, first season finale of Andor. Uh, that comes out on November 23rd. We also get the 
season 31 finale of Dancing with the Stars. Uh, that will be the third. That will be the third of three episodes uh, this month. Uh, I, I think a little traction has gone down on Dancing with the Stars. I, I think it's. I'd love uh, to see what the numbers are. I liked it, but a lot of times the last few years, I would tune in because I turned on the TV and like it was just on that channel, and I was like, oh yeah, and then I would watch it, um, or it would record on the TiVo, and I would pop it up, and you know, fast forward through a lot of parts of it. Um, now that it's on Disney Plus, like I watched the first one, I find it a little harder to. Uh, fast forward through, uh-huh. like they didn't have commercials, right? Which is kind of, you know, I don't need to see all of it. Like you want to watch each person dance, and that's it. So it would be like a commercial, and I just fast forward, and then you keep fast forwarding until it gets to a place that you wanted to stop. Um, I just found it harder to navigate. I watched the first one, and I haven't watched another one. Okay. Um, so coming up uh, on Disney Plus, we have Donna Hay Christmas, a limited series on November second. Uh, November 3rd, we have a new episode of Marvel Studios Assembled featuring the She-Hulk. Uh, November 4th, Marvel Studios Legends, episodes 22 through 24. Also, a series called Saving Notre Dame, which is about uh, the Notre Dame Basilica in France when they had the oh, fire. Burned, yeah. Uh, and restoring that. Um, on November 9th, we have uh, the Zootopia Plus shorts are being released. Uh, looking forward to that. Uh, November 11th brings us the sing-along version of Mary Poppins Returns. Uh, November 16th, season one of Limitless with Chris Hemsworth. Ooh. I have a feeling we'll be watching that because he's shortless and uh, shirtless uh, <laughs> and doing stuff. Shortless is a whole different channel. Yes. Uh, the Santa Clauses, uh, as we previously mentioned, is also released on November 16th. Do you think shortless Chris Hemsworth <laughs> is funny? I do. All right. Uh, we also get a couple new episodes of The Mighty Ducks during November. Uh, November 18th brings us Mickey, the story of a mouse, uh, and 20 new shorts of me and Mickey, which is a new series, uh, as well as Mickey Mouseker size. Uh, okay. So I think Mickey is getting into the exercise uh, arena. Uh, November 23rd uh, brings us, let's see, World's Deadliest Jaws and Sins. The 25th, The Hip Hop Nutcracker. Uh, I'll, you know, I'll be watching that. Right. Uh, November 28th brings us Mickey Saves Christmas. Uh, and then uh, November 30th, uh, Spidey and His Amazing Friends. Uh, so those are shows that I'm looking forward to in November. Uh, and I heard word this weekend that there's going to be a new Vision series. Ooh. Uh, if you enjoyed WandaVision, we know what happened to Wanda. We saw her in Doctor Strange. Uh, Doctor right. Strange's latest movie. Um, but there's currently a series titled Vision Quest uh, being worked on, uh, and Paul Bettany is going to return as the Vision, uh, and it's expected to uh, uh, film in uh, the next year. Okay. So we might see it in late 2023. Very good. Because we don't know what happened to him at the end of WandaVision. Uh, he was confronted with his original memories, right. and he flew off. Right. So uh, we don't uh, we don't know what's happening. Hopefully we will know soon. Yes. So let's head over to Orlando and uh, uh, Orlando Orlando. to Universal and let's talk about what's going on there. Okay. Um, A monster meet and greet is now open at the Dead Coconut Club at Universal City Walk in Orlando. Yeah, you think they would have had this up and running a little earlier than the last weekend of uh, October. Uh, considering that Halloween Horror Nights is probably their biggest time of the year. right? Uh, the Dead Coconut Club, they did have some uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon stuff going on there, uh, but now they do have a Universal Monsters meet and greet, uh, and you can see uh, Frankenstein's monster as well as the Bride of Frankenstein 
Uh, I don't know if any other characters are there, but it looks like, uh, oh, it actually looks like Dracula is there as well. Uh, so uh, you can do that. They're going to be there until, well, probably Halloween. Yeah, so you got like so you've uh, got to you two it, days. If that. Yeah. If, well, today is Halloween. It's being right. released on Halloween. Right. Uh, so there have been some Christmas teas. Uh, there's some Christmas teas going on at Universal. There has been some Earl's Tree Farm boxes sighted oh, on fun. property. And, uh, you know, Earl, uh, Earl the Squirrel is the uh, logo, the mascot for uh, Universal's Christmas, Christmas. holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are some trees from his forms, uh, from his farm. Uh, so uh, very much looking forward to Earl the Squirrel this year. <laughs> I'd like to get some Earl the Squirrel gear. I bet you would. Yeah. Okay. Um, and speaking of that, yes. Oh, I guess that's all the news. Uh, that's it. There was also a teaser. No, there was also a teaser for uh, the Christmas tribute store in the Halloween store, but it was made to look up like a retro catalog. Oh, fun! Uh, it was very cool. Um, but no, there is more Universal news. Uh, this news not so fun, however. Uh, a woman reportedly fell four stories from the Universal Orlando Resort parking garage. That's right, and that happened on October 27th. Uh, there's no confirmation on this story, uh, but apparently uh, people saw it happen, uh, and people called 911. So I'm sure we'll probably see a lawsuit uh, or, oh, or something coming. Yeah, I mean, forced yeah. Them, is she dead? That's uh, Apparently uh, her family stayed with her until paramedics arrived, so she might have been in some rough shape. I bet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, SeaWorld has set their holiday lineup, which includes uh, shows, fireworks, and parades. That's right. SeaWorld has unwrapped plans for their Christmas celebration that begins November 11th. Uh, Their returning attractions include the Sea of Trees, a hundred lit up cones that act as they base below the holiday reflections pyrotechnics. Uh, There's going to be a Sesame Street Christmas parade, as well as Elmo's Christmas Wish at the Seaport Theater. Santa Claus will have a new workshop in the shops at the waterfront area, and Rudolph and Bumble will have a photo opportunity at a new spot in the wild Arctic. The Winter Wonderland on Ice show will be presented every night at Bayside Stadium, uh, and guests will be able to pay to ice skate during the day. Uh, They will have, let's see, entertainers spread throughout the park, including jump roping toy soldiers, stilt walkers, and elf elf story chair stacking. Uh, the Bayside Pathway will be off-limits to visitors uh, during this time because the Pipeline Roller uh, Coaster is being constructed. Um, they do also have, uh, let's see, a new fireworks show, which they don't really announce about it, but they say a new fireworks show is coming. Uh, they do have uh, Santa's Sweet and Savory Treat Donut Chicken Sandwich Okay. Uh, on the uh, menu, as well as a Rose Cone Dulce, the Monte Cristo Waffle, uh, Christmas Bread Pudding, Christmas Beer Sangria, and a Winter Wonderland Hot Toddy. Uh, the park will also recognize Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, and New Year's Eve. Um, so most of the holiday celebration is included in the regular theme park price uh, for admission. And the event dates are November 11th through 13th, the November 18th through the 27th, December 2nd through 4th, December 9th through 31st, and January 1st through 3rd. If you would like more information, you can go to SeaWorldOrlando.com. Fantastic. Yes. All right. Um 
You do this one. Yeah, so uh, there was an interview with uh, Disney CEO Bob Chapek, and recently he has uh, taken to defending the company uh, from critics who are calling the company too woke. Uh, and he said that Disney will continue to create inclusive content that caters to a rich, diverse world. Um, you should have, uh, you should not think that you're on one spectrum. Uh, one side of the political spectrum or the other when you are in the park, but you should have a, a shared belief in all the wonderful aspects of what Disney is and that they want to use Disney to bring people together. And they will do that by telling diverse stories with diverse characters. Uh, this was in an interview with the Wall Street Journal, uh, and there were a bunch of criticisms about, uh, you know, disapproval of price hikes and the reservation system. Uh, and uh, Chapek was essentially saying, uh, you know, all of this is needed. It's the key to a great guest experiences. We're all about the guest and the audience and maximizing their experience. And you have to make sure, uh, you know, that that's at the center of everything. Uh, so um, he said, you know, even though the, the new reservation system and pricing structure are tough, uh, it gives the guests a better time and allows them to maximize value for their shareholders. So, uh, you know, if you're at Disney Parks, uh, shareholder, a Disney shareholder. Yeah, you're doing fine. You're loving Bob Chapek because he's all about the money. <laughs> Everybody else hates him. But I do like how he's, you know, sticking up for their um, inclusivity. Right. Good for him. Yeah. So that is the news. And uh, until next time, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.